With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. A fab four more names added to Team GB for the Olympics in Tokyo this summer in gymnastics. Many more new names to watch out for in athletics, rowing, hockey and swimming for both the Olympics and Paralympics after a week of stunning sport. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And this is Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic sport podcast. And I'm in a slightly drizzly Lillashaw at the National Sports Centre as Matt Whitlock, Joe Fraser... Gianni Regini Moran and James Hall are the latest British athletes bagging their place on the plane to Japan. With Team GB set to name more women than men this summer for the first time ever, it's another man confirmed too this week. That's fencer Marcus Mepstead. He's been added to the list of great British Olympians. We'll round up all the news and action. And it's still amazing with all this sport happening across the world. Some people still think the Games should be cancelled this summer. The International Olympic Committee says organisers in Japan are now in delivery mode and it becomes clearer than ever that these Games will be safe for everyone participating and the Japanese people. We will ask Max Whitlock. And as always, you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter at anythingbutf. You can send us a message on Instagram or find us on Facebook. And you can go online to our website, www.anythingbutfooty.com and drop us an email there, anythingbutfooty at gmail.com. So we start in Lillashaw, where I am, and the rain is falling at the moment. The leafy surroundings, John, of the National Sports Centre. <laughs> and today, Max Whitlock, the double Olympic champion, has been named to lead the men's gymnastics team, which has been revealed here, the home of British gymnastics, of course. The three-time world champion made history in Rio five years ago, becoming Britain's first ever gold medalist on the floor. Before following it up, you'll remember an hour later winning the pommel gold as well. He's joined by three gymnasts making their Olympic debuts, one of which the world champion Joe Fraser on the parallel bars, current British all-round champion James Hall, and 2021 European medalist Gianni Regini Moran also confirmed on their way to Tokyo. So let's hear from now the three-time Olympian Max Whitlock. Michael caught up with him a little earlier. Well, congratulations to you, Max, on your official selection today. Does this now make it feel very real and as though these games are definitely going to be going ahead this summer? Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, it's looking massively positive and yeah, it definitely makes it feel a little bit more real. Um, it's it's kind of coming around really, really quick now and you can kind of feel that um, with the team announcement. Happy to be selected alongside those boys. Um, it's, a, it's a really strong team. 
Um, but basically it's all about focus on this preparation. You know, we've got not long left, around two months, just over-ish. And um, we were building up towards it. You know, every Olympics is different in its own right. And um, I'm sure Tokyo will be different, you know, but everyone, you know, in terms of, you know, whether it's going ahead or not, my mindset is, you know, listen to the facts. It's going ahead. It's looking massively positive. Team GB, the Olympics, everyone's putting on um, everything they can, you know, putting everything in place to make it as safe as possible. Um, but all kind of I need to think and the athletes need to think is just about the preparation, building up to, to make sure that we can go there and compete to our best, which is really exciting. You, of course, have been there before as a young, fresh-faced boy in 2012. <laughs> and then a couple of medals, obviously, couple of gold medals in 2016 does this one feel different for you do you feel more pressure going into these games um yeah in some ways I think you know pressure ramps up every single year for me um and when you gain a previous result you're expected to do that again so you know 2018 a year for me that really stands out in terms of that was you know it was a year for me of silvers um which was seen as a failure um so you know me knowing in my head that if I don't come back with gold, um, it won't seem as a huge success, um, which is crazy. Um, and it's, that's, you know, that's a lot of pressure because when you talk about sport, you talk about gymnastics, you talk about the tiniest margins. Tiny margin can take you from first to 15 easily. So, um, you know, for, for me, I try to take the pressure off as much as I possibly can. There's no doubt there's going to be a lot of pressure there and I'll feel the nerves, but, but nerves are good. Nerves um, can, can help you compete to your best. Um, and if you don't feel nervous, it shows that kind of you don't care anymore. So I get I get nervous every single comp and I'm sure it'll be no, no different this time. But I'm, um, I'm excited, you know, you know, previous results um, for, for me help me moving forward. They make me feel more chilled and relaxed about knowing that I've got them behind me. But on the other hand, they do add pressure. So it's, it's a bit of 50 50 really. And news, obviously, in the last few days that all the athletes and the support staff will be fully vaccinated going to Tokyo. Is that a move that you welcome and support? Uh, 100%. Of course, I think um, it's great that we're in a position to do that. Um, I think, you know, it's, it is important to kind of vaccinate the, the older, the vulnerable, obviously, first and foremost. That was so, so important. Um, I didn't know if we what position would be in by this time, but it's amazing that, you know, they've announced already that they'll be able to do vaccinations for, for athletes before we go. You know, that will definitely make it a lot safer for everybody. Um, and like I said, that's a huge positive in terms of where our country is at, in terms of how, how much we've come along, how, how well the vaccine's going um, and how positive it's looking. So, you know, that, that, I think that shows a lot to kind of easing back into normality and edging out of this, this situation that we're all in. So that's it's a great sign. A delighted Max Whitlock following his official selection by Team GB for the Olympics of 2020 in 2021. I think it's worth just adding some detail, of course, to this story about athletes and support staff from Team GB getting their vaccinations. And it's worth saying that no member of the public will have to now wait further down the queue, if you like. This is a separate supply that's being used. And the reason is, of course, that as we know, the people of Tokyo, the people of Japan are fearful of the number of people that will be entering their country. And this is one way of allaying some of those fears. So the detail for the British Olympic Association for Team GB, Para GB now, is how and when those vaccines will be administered to the various athletes and the support staff. They'll need to do that around competitions and around training and training camps in case of side effects, of course. So that is something that will have to be worked out pretty quickly over the next week or so. I also spoke as the team 
team was officially announced today in Lillashaw to the 2019 Parallel Bars World Champion from Birmingham, Joe Fraser. I'm very excited to get out there. Something I've wanted to do my whole career. I've been training since I was five years old, so 17 years of hard work to be sat here right now saying I'm going to Tokyo. It's incredible and I'm very excited. Because obviously, as we know, there's been a 12-month delay. There's been the postponement. But are you confident now the games are going to go ahead and you're going to get the opportunity to go out there and compete? Yeah, I hope so. You know, Tokyo being postponed was was a shame at first, but I completely understood why. And now, 12 months later, I feel like I'm a, a better athlete and had more time to get new skills in my routines. So being being where I am today, I wouldn't have been here last year. So I'm excited and wanting to achieve great things. It will be a little bit different, but I guess for you, it doesn't really matter. You're still going to be competing at the Olympics. You're still going to be a Team GB Olympian. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For me, it's just a case of you know going out there and showing the world what, what we are capable of. Um, myself, Gianni, Max and and James have worked for years and years to be where we are today and I know each one of us will be putting in the hard work in the gym so that we can go out there and be as confident as we have ever been for any competition so you know I've worked with these guys for years and years and I just want us all to go out there and show the world what we can do. Because British Gymnastics has been on this upward curve, tremendous success in Rio, Commonwealth Games, European Championships, World Championship success. You're a world champion. So going out there to compete and compete against the very best. Yeah, yeah. You know, British Gymnastics has achieved great things. And the last 15 years have really improved. And for me, as as a young boy, seeing the likes of Max and Lewis Smith um, perform in such high-level skills and then getting medals at major championships, it made me believe that it was doable. And it made me want to push myself in the gym because I felt like if they can do it, why can't I? And it because it was it was up close and personal, I could see how they did it and what they did. Um, so I tried to use that to my advantage, and as we all did. And I feel like that's that's kind of what has helped us develop such a great squad as we have now um so yeah for me it's having having had such great athletes before me in different generations has made me the athlete i am today is max the father figure of the team now um currently yeah i'd say so um you know he's he's been to how you name it he's done the comp uh so for us it's it's great to be in a team with such a a world established athlete and you can always ask him for any kind of advice um he's always there like like having james in the team you know we call him the ice man because he's very cool calm and collected so we can take different attributes from each one of us um so what are you me i'm probably the the crazy the crazy let's get it done um guy so yeah, I've always, I've always got. The, I'm a dreamer, I guess. I'm a dreamer. I, I believe we can achieve great things. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's what I am. <laughs> and what is your dream when you get to Tokyo? My dream was to get to Tokyo. Um, so you know, I'm already part way there, 
And then once I get out in Tokyo, I, I know we can all achieve great things. So I'm just going to take it one routine at a time. I'm not really looking into too much about medals and things like that. It's just a case of going out there one routine at a time and results will come off the back of that. Well, all the very best. Thank you. Joe Fraser set to make an Olympic debut later on this year in the sport of gymnastics. So there you have it. Four athletes named, four more names added to the Team GB roster. The four men representing Team GB in artistic gymnastics, led by double Olympic champion Max Whitlock. And support, of course, although there will be medal opportunities for the likes of Joe Fraser, Gianni Regini Moran and also James Hall. The women's team, well, that will be named a little closer to the event. They have delayed that announcement following a bereavement in the Downey family, uh, giving the Downey sisters, of course, an extra opportunity to qualify for that team. So our thoughts are with them. And, of course, we'll bring you news on the women's team just as soon as we have it on anything but footy. So, as well as the four men's gymnastics names confirmed for Team GB, another name to the roster this week. After losing funding in 2017, British Fencing and Team GB have selected just one fencer for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Marcus Mepsted, who's been based in the US, is currently ranked 14th in the world in the men's foil and won silver in the 2019 World Championships in Budapest. Mepstead competed in the first ever European Games in Baku way back in 2015. Remember that, where he helped Team GB claim the gold medal in the Team Foil event. But he is the only one who's now made the Olympic team. And we have very fond memories, don't we, of running round the Copacabana trying to find a sports bar with a television screen in order to watch fencing at the last Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro when Great Britain finished fourth. This is Anything But Footy. I'm John and Michael is in Lillishall at the moment and we are the Olympic and Paralympic podcast looking ahead to Tokyo 2020, which is now little more than two months away. It'll be hot, sunny, sticky and humid in Tokyo for the summer. Slightly worse in Gateshead over the weekend. Let's be honest, it was pretty dreadful, um, the weather. Fortunately, the return of international athletics was anything but. Dina Asher-Smith putting a marker down ahead of Tokyo, beating a world-class field in the 100 metres in 11.35, a season's best. The time really didn't matter. She beat the current fastest in the world, Shakiri Richardson from the US, amongst others, and admitted her lockdown training had made her stronger and fitter since winning the 200-metre world championship gold in Doha in 2019. Laura Muir ended the evening walking on water, frankly, of the Gateshead track, easily winning the 1500 metres. It has to be said, a slightly less strong field in that one. Other British performances saw Adam Jamili sixth in the men's 200 metres. Naomi Ogbetta jump a personal best in the women's long jump to finish third. Emily Borthwick a personal best in the high jump. Harry Koppel third in the pole vault with a season's best 545 metres behind winner Sam Kedricks of the US and world record holder Mondo Duplantis. Next stop for the Diamond League, it's Dubai on Friday night. Slightly different weather I would expect there. Yeah, it was a dreadful night of weather up in the northeast of England in Gateshead. As you said, though, John, a couple of standout performances there. Dina Asher-Smith and Laura Muir. It is going to be, I suspect, all about the girls as far as track and field is concerned when we get to Tokyo. There's a long way to go as far as the outdoor season is concerned, but fantastic performances, a good start for both of those. And they'll take plenty, I think, on the road now to the Olympic Games. 
as will our swimmers. We know the swimming team has virtually been named in full for Tokyo by Team GB, but British Swimming finished top of the medal table at the European Championships in Budapest. 11 golds, 9 silver and 6 bronzes, a total of 26. Adam Peaty won four of those gold medals, including the 50-metre, 100-metre breaststroke double. There was success for Kathleen Dawson in the 100-metre breaststroke. She won it twice, actually, after 40 equipment meant she needed a re-swim. Molly Renshaw in the 200-metre breaststroke also won worth mentioning, along with the relays, the women's 4x200 freestyle, the mixed 4x100 free, and the mixed 4x100 medley, who broke the European record. Luke Greenbank, Adam Peaty, James Guy, Duncan Scott, imperious names as we head towards the Olympic Games in the men's 4x100 medley final in a championship record of 328.59. That was Peaty's fourth gold and Scott's fifth medal of the week. As far as the women were concerned, Kathleen Dawson, Molly Renshaw, Laura Stevens, Anna Hopkin ensured a British double winning the women's 4x100 medley. And on the final night, James Guy and Sheffield's Max Litchfield won bronzes. Cassie Wild and Ben Proud won silvers. For Duncan Scott of Scotland and Tom Dean, they won the silver and bronze in the men's 200-metre free final on Saturday. These are all names, John, that you need to be taking notes of after Rio was record-breaking for British swimmers. Tokyo promises to be even better. Yeah, really looking forward to how the British swimmers do respond. It does seem like they've come out of lockdown, considering some of them weren't in pools for four or five months in 2020. But in 2021, ahead of Tokyo 2020, it's going to be very confusing all summer. They have come out and absolutely performed brilliantly. And to be ahead of Russia, as you mentioned uh, topping the table in the European Championships in Budapest. It is looking good for our British swimmers indeed. Also, for our para-swimmers as well, because in Madeira, at the para-swimming's European Open, with only eight swimmers taken in the entire team, Great Britain finished an impressive ninth in the medals table, with five golds, one silver and three bronze. Paralympic champion Jessica Jane Applegate won four of those Euro titles and secured a consideration time for Tokyo 2020 in the S14 100 meter fly on the final night. Rio gold medalist Ellie Robinson also won gold in her favoured event, the S6 50 meter butterfly. And 36.39 was also another consideration time ahead of Tokyo. So many good performances in the pool, both for the Olympic and the Paralympic teams. Really excited now about what both of those will be doing in Tokyo in the summer. In rowing, Britain topped the table at the World Cup event in Lausanne with the men's eight beating the Germans on the final stroke and winning gold in a photo finish. It was one of three top-of-the-podium positions for the British rowers. The men's four and the lightweight women's double skulls of Emily Craig and Imogen Craig from lane one doing the business. The women's four grabbed silver and the men's quad a bronze. The women's eight had to sit out at the weekend because no one else entered the regatta. Very, very frustrating. I would have thought that is you. You kind of it's your last event before the Olympics. You want to be ready, 
and you want to compete against the other nations? Incredible. Now, Great Britain's hockey teams ended on wins in their last matches before the Olympic Games. The GB women and reigning Olympic champions, of course, beat the USA for the second time in as many days at the Lee Valley Hockey Centre on the Olympic Park, thrashing them 5-0, having won 5-1 on Saturday. The GB men beat Spain 2-0 after losing to them in a shoot-off on Saturday. The players now separate and play in their home nations for the European Championships before Tokyo. And of course, skateboarding is a brand new sport for Tokyo 2020 this coming summer. And we have a big hope for Team GB. She's not quite selected yet, but 12-year-old Sky Brown is very much on her way. She took a podium place. She finished second, silver medal at the Dew Tour Skateboard Park Final in Iowa in the US over the weekend, putting her right on track for Olympic qualifications. Fingers crossed for that. Just a reminder, of course, if you'd like to get in touch with us on Anything But Footy, you can find us on Twitter at Anything But F. You can message us on Instagram or on Facebook. You can find us online, anythingbutfooty.com. Send us a message there or drop us an email, anythingbutfooty at gmail.com. So 60-odd days to go. That's around two months. 75% of the athletes have now qualified. Organisers and the IOC, the Olympic Committee, are in full delivery mode. The countdown continues to Tokyo 2020 in 2021. Sports Social Podcast Network.